Hi, it's Anne-Marie and welcome to another show. Before we dive into the show, I just wanted to apologize for the sound quality of my audio. I thought in my wisdom that I would move my microphone out of the view because as you would know or may not know, we also do video recording and stream live of all of our interviews. And I thought, why not move my microphone to the side so it is out of the shot? But as you will hear, not the best sound quality. Just ignore that. Listen to the show because each of my guests have brought just such great wisdom insights and of course wrapped around the most important thing that we know to be true is our faith and honoring our Lord and everything that they do. And then after this batch of shows, then I will make sure to move my microphone closer. Take care and God bless. You're listening to another ambitious entrepreneur network.com podcast. The voice for entrepreneurs and small business. Now, onto the show. Welcome to the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast. Conversations with Christian entrepreneurs to inspire and empower Christian business owners to walk strongly in their faith. Well, build a thriving business that honors Him in every way. Now, over to your host, Anne Marie Cross. So welcome to another episode of the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast. This is episode 306, brought to you by Podcasting With Purpose, helping you to stand out, be heard, become that influential voice in your industry with a podcast. And I'm your host, Anne-Marie Cross, also known as the Podcasting Queen. Now, my guest today says, and I love this, when we are aligned, there is no grind. And joining me on today's show is Stephanie Martin. Stephanie helps Christ-centered, transformational women leaders and entrepreneurs to step into the new heights they feel called to reach. And she helps them clarify their chosen ones, so AKA niche, let go of outcomes and flow in alignment with God's higher plans and purpose for them, rather than trying to force things to happen in their own strength. A lot harder than it is to say. So look forward to diving into that later today, Stephanie. So on today's show, she's going to share belief in not only God, but in yourself is critical to your success. Mindset is huge in our success, all lack of it. She's also going to talk about surrendering our business, our outcomes and everything else to God, seeking his agenda first, rather than forcing things out of fear, out of impatience, anxiety, etc. And that makes a massive difference in our inner peace and the success of our business. And lastly, she wants to share how we can take aligned action in the direction God gave you so that you can then begin to yield massive results. So welcome to the show. Thank you, Anne-Marie. It is such an honor to be here. I am so excited to chat. I love sharing on this topic. Me too. And, you know, as Christian entrepreneurs, so often we can um, be driven to obviously want to succeed in our business and take off and have all of these plans and then go and and ask, you know, obviously for for a blessing. And it's like, "Mm -mm -mm, you've got the order all wrong. So I'm so glad that you're talking about this particular topic because it's one that I have had to go through in my own personal journey. But firstly, I always love to give guests an opportunity to share how they got into the business that they're in now. Was it something that you'd always felt um, a desire to do, felt called to do, or was it a progression? So, uh, yes and no. Um, So starting a business, no. (laughs) Entrepreneurship, 
knew nothing about it. Business marketing sales knew nothing about that. I was a social worker. Um, as far as empowering people, pouring into their lives, guiding them through hardships and transformation and transition, mm-hmm. yes. Yeah. Hence why I was a social worker. Mm-hmm. Um, and I always had a passion for walking with people through change, through um, transformations, things that typically scared or overwhelmed or intimidated others. Mm-hmm. I ran right to it and loved doing it. So that was, that was part of my calling and my wiring. Yes. It took me a while to learn how to um, align that mm-hmm. <laughs> properly. So I selected social work as a profession, as a career, because entrepreneurship does not run in my family. Mm. And um, the U.S., the school system does not prepare their students to think entrepreneurially. Um, they prepare them for working for somebody else. Yeah. So um, it was something that was just new that I really had to lean into God when I was seeking my purpose and my my calling and um the key indicator was that i was really unfulfilled and really unsatisfied as a social worker it was not what i thought it would be something felt off but deep down i i knew like i had this vision that i would write and speak and like be an influential leader um but I didn't know that that was to be created. Mm. I thought that I would work my way up to that or like through a career advancement or something. Um, and through a lot of prayer and cleaning up my own life, to be honest, that's when the vision became more clear. The path became that. The path was always there. It just was yeah. buried in a bunch of stuff. I had to move out of the way. Yeah. It would be lovely, wouldn't it, to um, to be given a document that has everything plotted out and the steps that we need to take. But as we know, the Lord doesn't work that way. And, and often, as you look back, I mean, hindsight is an incredible teacher and we know that the Lord never wastes anything. Even the deepest of lows um, can be used to shape character that we now then will use in a, a new season. And sometimes, you know, we're in those situations, we don't know it at the time. So if someone's going through a challenging season, you know, stick with it because there's incredible learnings um, through that, that we can often then share. So did you find as a youngster, the helping, you know, solving problems, seeing challenges as opportunities? And, and it was that just something that you did naturally? And then obviously, you thought, well, I'll use that within the, the social welfare environment. But was that a skill? Or as you said, a strength that you had? Did you know? Notice that as you were growing up, because the reason I'm asking that is so often we miss indications of strengths and gifts when we don't see them in that way. Um, you did, thankfully. So what was it for you? Was that just something naturally that you found you could do? I had mentors. Mm. <laughs> I had people that saw it in me um, and pointed that out. So my small group leaders at church or pastors or other um, people primarily in church, even teachers would at parent teacher conferences or camp counselors, they would, they would kind of review, um, you know, and celebrate your successes and stuff. And Mm -hmm. what commonly came up was that I was an encourager and they always noticed that like, I always found the one that seemed ostracized or left out. Yes. 
always wanted to include them. Um, and so these, the, the small group leaders, you know, would see that and, and point that out and then would say, like, you'd make a great counselor one day or a great social worker one day. And, you know, I don't think coaching was as big as it is today then. Um, and so I don't think they would be, you would make a great life coach. Yeah. Um, you should start your spoke, own business. <laughs> yeah. They just spoke more traditionally established career path at that time. Yes. Brilliant. And I love that you said that because so often we do have people that speak over us and sometimes not in a, in a positive way, but you did. And, you know, for, for all of us who are in situations like that, take note because often we don't see in ourselves what are naturally gifts and strengths. And then we go, oh, well, anyone can do that. But in actual fact, not, no, not everyone can do that. And I love the way that you've said you use those, those strengths in the capacity of obviously a social worker. However, you didn't enjoy that. And you know, sometimes it's the environment in which we're working. When you change the, the environment and now helping entrepreneurs, and as we know, there are so many challenges in business. There's so much mindset stuff. And in fact, I would say that, you know, it's 80, 20, 20% 20 being strategy. You can have the right strategy, but if you don't have the right mindset, you can still play small. You can still listen to doubt and discouragement and, and all of that and talk yourself out of which, you know, a pathway, which we know has been destined for you. So let's talk about belief in the, the strengths, you know, in yourself. And as we know, as, as Christians, we have been, you know, fearfully and wonderfully made um, by a creator who, who knows us better than we know ourselves. So doubting that, you know, it's, a, it's a, such a reminder for us constantly, isn't it? So share some insights that, that you've learned and that you obviously now share with your clients. Yeah, so my own journey through this, um, I had a lot of healing to do myself internally. Um, and I really do think doing the inner work and inner transformation is what transforms your life and your business and pretty much any other area of your life. Um, I had a lot of the traits that a lot of successful entrepreneurs have as far as drive and ambition and go get it and just get yourself out there. Um, and I would do, and this is what I talk to my clients, and this is what usually brings them to me, is like, how many times have you followed a plan or a path that people have said will make you successful? And you see all these people working it, and it's working for them, but there's something off, and it's not working for you. Mm -hmm. And um, one, I mean, there is a divine path and plan for you, and two, it does come down to a lot of mindset because when I go and start digging and I, and I start digging and what comes up is they don't feel worthy to have it or they don't mm -hmm. believe that it'll work for them. So they're just going through the motions mm -hmm. with no faith behind it. And faith is fuel. Um, you know, faith without works is dead, but works without faith also <laughs> doesn't produce fruit that, you know, at least the mm -hmm. fruit you want. <laughs> um, and so I had to get over a fear of success for me. Mm -hmm. Um, it was interesting just growing up and having wounds from, you know, certain parent messaging about money and success and wanting your parents approval, but being afraid that, well, if I step into this level of success, then 
maybe I'll never get approval because I've always heard judgments and mm. opinions about certain people that achieve certain levels of success and what that means about them. And so when I, like, it was this big tub of war. So then I wouldn't really step fully into it. I wouldn't really put myself out there fully or mm. allow myself to keep the things that I did get. One of the things I say, I, you know, in my presentations, the last step to transformation is allow yourself to have it, keep it and enjoy it because we can do all this work. But then when we do receive it, people can start tearing it down and sabotaging it (laughs) because of that mindset stuff. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, So yes, belief is really huge belief that you are worthy that if God has a call on your life to go influence people, like it took me a lot to unapologetically own to the call on my life without Mm. shame and say, God has called me to be a leader to the leaders, to go and influence nations and leaders all over the world. That sounds really big. Okay. Mm -hmm. Because it is, Mm. but there was a part of me that was so afraid afraid of what people would think, you know, I would hear the voices of other people like, that's really arrogant, you know, you're, who do you think you are, you know, we can list. (laughs) Yes. Who do you think you are? Like, what makes you qualified for that? And so Mm. like, you know, the, the fear of man Mm. was put greater than the fear of God. Yes, And that's where I needed a lot of healing is, am I going to fear God more than I'm going to fear man? Mm. And am I going to exalt and agree with what God says about me? Mm-hmm. Or am I going to keep agreeing with the junk yeah. and the lies? <laughs> mm. This is, I think, something that we all go through, no matter how, um, you know, how we grow our business, what stage of business growth that we're in. And I think each and every one of us through situations and just circumstances that, you know, we've grown up and there are many things that I look back that I, that I learned, um, that I'd miss, uh, you know, mistaken, you know, they talk about money and, and it really is the love of money. Now money is in its exchange. There's nothing wrong with money, but what we perceive, what we give, you know, the meaning to money. And of course, if that's the only driver, and if we don't put, as we know, seek the kingdom first, if we don't put the Lord first, well, then we've got our priorities wrong. But if we have the right priority, we, we ask for his counsel, we commit our you know plans to the Lord so he can prosper and bless them, well, then the money flows because our priority is, is right. And I think what I love how you've shared that is that so often we can, again, judge ourselves and it can be the slightest of whatever, a comment, and we read something on Facebook and then all of a sudden we go barreling down that, that, you know, it triggers us. And so I, I think that's where we really need to go and get healing from that. For me, it was around success and significance. So I achieved things because that made me feel good. In the, but then when I got the certification and I got the award or got whatever recognition, it was like, mm, yeah, next. And so for me, my journey was, it doesn't matter what the world says. It doesn't matter what accolades or awards. You know, I'm a child of God and I'm loved, I'm chosen, I'm cherished, as we are all. You know, everything we're talking about today is available for everyone. And so once I recognized that, all of the other stuff was great, 
but you know success and significant was who the Lord said I was and, and everything else kind of fit into place what were some of the things that you did for someone who's listening and watching today or the recording who may be going through a season of struggles with their own some of the beliefs that they've taken on board which is just not helping them were there Bible verses that you turned to what what or journaling what were some of the things that helped you grow learn and heal through that oh I did so many things because <laughs> I knew something was off. Mm. <laughs> I I knew something was terribly off. Um, one through just starting to have a high level of self-awareness, which is like the first step is like knowing something's off mm -hmm. when you alert to that. Um, I had, I read books, I journaled, I prayed, um, I spoke to mentors and other people um, that, you know, have the gift of discernment and wisdom mm -hmm. like that could really speak insight into me to dig deeper and really, you know, have God search my soul like, and, and reveal things and turn it over to God and release that. Um, there are painful places. Sometimes memories mm -hmm. are brought up that are, painful memories but it's usually the root of where things start coming mm -hmm. from um and you know i call it the deal in the heel you got to deal with it you got to heal mm -hmm. from it and instead of burying it and pretending it's not there it still is though mm -hmm. <laughs> and um and you've got to go back to that so this is where more of like you know, there, there's a counseling therapeutic kind of element to it as well, mm. where you go back to it, but with the Holy Spirit, with a gentle, um, loving perspective as an adult in the safety of the Holy Spirit's presence and love, going back to that painful memory and moment and um, exchanging the ashes for beauty mm. and, and having a new story around that yes um and and seeing where god was in those moments and starting to repave a new a new story this is part of renewing your mind and there's mm. a lot of neuroscience with it as well yeah. where you can pave new pathways in your brain um and it helps to identify the source of where things started and then you can now when you're triggered trigger a new thought yes because you're a new creation yeah um so prayer learning neuroscience like there's been many things i've done and then also um so i did a lot of work on my own and mm. then um i did end up hiring a life coach that god brought to me i did not think i needed one um <laughs> because I wanted my results. I mm -hmm. had identity in my work and achievements and worth. Like there was a lot of things in there. Um, and I hired her to actually be a business mentor, but luckily she is a trained transformational life coach and realized as she was mentoring me in business development, she's like, we got to, we got to deal get with those, to the root here. They're going to, come, they're going to surface and, and resurface. And it's so true. And I mean, you know, we're, we're, um, instructed to renew our minds every morning I think the battle is lost and won in the mind because what you think you become because you know your actions or sometimes inaction and I know for me sometimes a thought 
can just you know have you catapult into this discussion this imaginary discussion and often now you know I'll stop and I'll go well that was a waste of five minutes you know and the situation just doesn't you know has a completely different um, outcome than what I, I thought and this really segues beautifully uh, into really surrendering the business and I and everything into the, the Lord's hand particularly to the areas that we need to challenge and, and transform some of those beliefs which really are un, untrue and it's something as you said it's a daily it's a daily experience that we need to do what were some of the things because surrendering even the word surrender for me was something that I needed to I don't like that word surrender but it's so <laughs> true because and I love in the bible it says you know in in his strength our weaknesses become strength too and once you realize that you can go with a level of courage that you just it would not be possible where you were leaning on your own strength. So what are some of the things that you've done to um, to continue surrendering business decisions and, and just other things in your life and your business so that, you know, the strength can come from the Lord? What are some of the things and insights you want to share? Yeah. So one of the things that uh, my coach taught me because I had to get the striver driver way under control and yielded mm. <laughs> and surrender to God um, because I would get up in the morning and take off and want God to come with me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's like and, catch up. <laughs> yeah. Like this is where I'm going. Come on. Yeah. Up. Yeah. Yes. Um, was that she taught me, you know, just first thing in the morning, even before coffee, like take five minutes of just mm. stillness. Um, I'm not, I'm still not the best at it, but <laughs> well, it's um, a growth. I mean, we've been yeah. built in. It, we've been. It's knitted in our womb that drive. The you yeah. know the, the not so much striving, but that the getting into action, getting into action, setting goals. I mean, it's a gift that we've been given. But if our if our core, if our center vision isn't correct, then we're all over the place, aren't we? Yes. So I take five minutes mm. to just align align yeah. align with the kingdom align with the king chuck in um and i like to got a god journal where it's a conversation and seeking the king's agenda first mm. um you know lord what is your priority for mm -hmm, me today mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and i write out the conversation um and it's just surrendering my preferences my um what I think is urgent to seek what is most urgent mm. according to the kingdom first. Mm -hmm. And I, every time I do this, I kid you not, I, I, things just get taken care of. Yes. Like things that I thought I would have to do. Um, it's like, I can't make time to do this because I got this, this, but when I, in faith, it's like, it is an act of faith as well of like, you know, that this is going to get taken care of in one way or another. A lot of times, something that I thought I had to get over to somebody, honestly, I can't, countless of times people are like, oh, you know what, never mind, I don't need that, I took mm -hmm, care of it, mm -hmm. it's all, and like everything around all of that was also handled. And then most of my day is freed up. I'm like, wow, okay. <laughs> so that I can focus yes. on the things God asked me to do. Sometimes the things God asks me to do is not business related at all. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's reach out to somebody, go visit somebody, um, mm -hmm. go have this conversation with somebody. Yeah. Because yeah. it's the kingdom. It's 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 
He wants to use you as the vessel to spread his love and encouragement and, and to be his hands and feet. Right. So, um, that's what I started doing. And then I would, I started getting strategies like out of nowhere, brilliant ideas or downloads. Some people call them of like, wow, that would really work. And programs started like what usually would take people months or out like days, weeks to do. Honestly, I'd get like, just, I, I couldn't even keep up with that. I would just get the outline, get the whole vision of how to launch it and release it mm. in an hour. Mm. You know, like I'd have all the emails crafted, the messaging, the the whatever, the plan and the date. And I'm like, wow, okay. So, mm. And that was all and, from the stillness. And so often we clutter our first. minds, um, don't we? And it's a different level of, um, I'm going to use the word energy because un sometimes we 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 are driven from the the scarcity. I have to do this because if I don't do this, this and this isn't going to happen. But it completely changes because there's a, as I said, there's a piece to that. But as you said, you start to um, have downloads of of strategies and ideas you would never have thought of, or it would have taken you a lot longer to come up with. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So that is let us seek first the kingdom mm. and all of these things will be added. Like I really started, to, I would hear it and hear it, but not really truly be practicing it. Mm -hmm. And when I started healing from the stuff that, right, the scarcity place, like you're, that that's the abandon or some people call it an orphan mentality where you forget that you are a daughter of the king, a child mm. of God. And that he loves you and has you covered and, and provided for and cared for. Mm -hmm. um, and when we step out of that, then it's fun for ourselves. Yes. Survival mode. Like, we got to make it happen. It's all up to me. It's all up to us. And that's where that striving comes in. Mm. And as entrepreneurs, um, that can get provoked. You can because sometimes, you know, you may not have this steady, stable income of, um, a traditional job mm -hmm. um, in the beginning and um, it can take quite a bit to really learn to to trust yes <laughs> yes trust and faith can sometimes uh, yeah ebb and flow one of the things that um, I have found has been um, a, a struggle, a challenge, and something that I, I still, every, you know, every day need to just remind myself of is where's the balance between what I need to do as an entrepreneur and God's, you know, because it would be great if God did social media and edited, you know, the different things, but there are just some things we need to do. And, um, you know, one of the Bible verses that I love is uh, trust in the Lord and do good, dwell in the land and you'll enjoy safe pastures, you know, commit your plans to the Lord and uh, he will make your path straight. And so for me, sometimes what I do is, well, this is what I know how to do. I know that these are my strengths and my giftings and I'm able to do that. And I'll just trust, I mean, obviously bring it to the Lord in prayer and I'll just trust that the Lord will do what he need, needs to do. And that's opening of doors, uh, closing of opportunities as well that are not quite right for me or, or not for me at all. But what, what do you do anything that kind of, do you struggle with that too? Am I the only one? You know, what's, what's God's, what's in God's hand on his to-do list and what's on mine? And, and, and if you do, what sort of do you do to help you? Um, not have that keep you stuck because that can sometimes keep you stuck 
because you're expecting the Lord to take action and say, no, no, that's you. You need to take action because you need to show that you trust. So that yes. can be a circle, can't it? <laughs> oh, yeah. So this is right. Like I call it flow versus force, mm. um, you know, flowing in alignment with God's grace and pace rather than forcing things to happen in our own strength. But mm. here's where people can get confused. <laughs> like, what's mine to do? Yeah. What is not mine to do? What do I put my hand to the plow to? When is it time to be still, let go, and trust and, and wait on the Lord? Mm. Um, I don't always get it right. I teach this, but I can usually tell when st I'm very sensitive now to stress in my body. Like mm. I usually know when I'm striving by how stress is playing out in my body. Mm. Um, if my mind is always going, always thinking, always on, never resting, never letting go, never being still. That's me now getting hijacked by striving. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and um, it's that invitation to let go. And, you know, it's what am I not trusting God with right now? What am mm -hmm. I afraid of? Um, or what am I avoiding? Mm -hmm. um, you know, but th yeah, there is like day-to-day -day activities because some people now hear this and like, oh, I can't move at all until mm -hmm. God tells me. And there may be a time and place and a season for that. For someone like me, I actually needed a time out. Like mm -hmm. I sit down on your hands, time out period, because that's what needed to get healed in me and worked out for me. Not everyone's going to be called to that. That mm -hmm. was my journey. Um, you know, and, and some people that where they're so afraid of taking any action, like that they can't do anything unless God says, mm -hmm. um, and even I started to get a little bit into that when I was in my timeout. And then I just felt like the Lord said, okay, you can, you know, <laughs> you've had the discipline and the correction and the healing, and now you can use your wisdom mm -hmm. and, you know, exercise on this. Cause I, I now know how to identify, um, when it's a fear-based action or a faith-based action or mm -hmm. when it's just the self-control and the discipline and the due diligence mm -hmm. <laughs> to get something done and when it's striving. Yeah. yeah. So um, I guess like for pointers for people, it's really, I think it's helpful to tune into the, the energy around it. Is it a stressful fear-based type of energy behind what you were doing mm. or is it a yes this is work and yes this takes discipline and self-control mm. um but it's you're getting it done yeah. like because of like god's grace carrying you through it mm -hmm. and you know the and there is that deter discern your own internal resistance yeah is it something that I'm fearful of doing because I know it's going to stretch me, but I'm just going to hide behind. I'm waiting on the Lord. Yes. <laughs> how often so do we like, could get a cup. I was like, how long do you want this podcast? Because there's the whole internal resistance to avoiding what God has asked me to yeah. do. Yeah. Um, or like there is a project that can feel anxious or, mm. or be kind of, um, anxiety driven, it doesn't mean that we're out of alignment. Mm. Um, usually the anxiety can be you're being stretched, you're being promoted, you're being taken into new territory and new land. And there 
there's giants to slay in that yeah. process. Yeah. Or like <laughs> Moses, when he was told, you need to go and speak. And just like, he stuttered, didn't he? He said, who are you sending yeah. me? Um, yes. and, and often then that's where, you know, when we trust in the Lord and we do what we can, then, then our paths do become straight because uh, the, that we have stepped out in faith because we trust and um yeah then and and sometimes you know he calls us before we feel ready and and often it's because uh if we relied on our own strength and when we felt confident and when we felt ready then we are trusting on ourselves you know on our own um yeah our own abilities and you know sometimes oftentimes the lord said no 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 so when we're comfortable, then that's often when there's going to be a shift, isn't it? Yeah. We get that oh, challenge. that is the pattern of my life. I'm like, I was just getting comfortable. Yeah. So no, 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 no. Just moving. <laughs> just not this week. Just give me a week yes. or something. Look, I have yeah. just loved our conversation, and I know we've only just scratched the surface. And you know, everything that we've said today, I think one of the most important things that you mentioned. I just want to stress this self-awareness being able to understand how has the lord made me because as you said there are different ways there are different strategies there's different steps but each and every one of us has been uniquely made so what works for someone may be a very different approach needed but more importantly you know every one of us have had different circumstances different experiences growing up and it's shaping in us a character that God will use. However, it can also be an area where we remain stuck if we don't go to Him to get the healing, to get, you know, to build the strength around. And so, um, and one of the biggest things that I've learned is around, you know, forgiveness. Things did happen. And the people that that stage, you know, they did the best that they could with the resources available. Don't let that situation keep you stuck from becoming the person that God's destined you to be because of that. So Stephanie, how can people find out more about you and the work that you do? Yeah, so the best way to connect with me is visit my website, movedbypurpose.net, not dot not, <laughs> dot net, movedbypurpose.net, where you can, um, on the landing page, you can join my Facebook community of other high-achieving Christ-centered women entrepreneurs looking to flow with the Holy Spirit rather than force things in their own strength. So you get a lot of accountability um, with that, as well as um, you'll see on that my book, and you can get a copy of my book. Um, there is a cover of shipping, so depending on where you are in the world, it may not be worth it <laughs> to get it, but um, and it's available for free with um, you covering shipping with that, yes. the messy middle yeah. to encourage you on your uh, purposeful journey. Fantastic. Well, look, thank you for coming on the show. And, you know, one of the things that I love doing at the end of each show, for those people who uh, may not um, be Christians, um, one of the things that we know as Christians is prayer is so powerful. In fact, it moves, you know, things in the supernatural. So I always love to finish uh, each show with a prayer. So Stephanie, can I pray for you? Yes, absolutely. Okay, let's pray. Father God, thank you for the opportunity to speak with Stephanie today, to hear of her life's journey, her, her challenges and struggles, and certainly how you've been able to um, heal her from that. And now, of course, as she's now teaching and mentoring and helping her clients 
to, uh, to transform their lives so we can create um, kingdom-focused businesses that honour you in every way. Father, we just want to pray for Stephanie's business, continue to bless that, uh, the work that she's doing and the people that she is supporting. Father, we also want to pray for the people who are listening and uh, who are watching today or even the, the recording, particularly if there is an area that they're struggling with, Father, around self-belief, perhaps someone's spoken over them. Father, we just want to pray for healing around that. Um, for um, a reminder of some of the beautiful Bible verses that we spoke about today, that we are fearfully and wonderfully made. You know us better than ourselves. And so sometimes, Lord, it's just a matter of sitting quietly with you, reading, getting in the word, and then, of course, having a conversation with you. So we just want to pray your blessing. And uh, we ask this all in the precious name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you so much for coming on the show and um, for, for sharing your knowledge. And, and uh, I know I've been blessed through our conversation today. So thanks once again. Thank you. It was a pleasure. You've been listening to the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast, brought to you by podcastingwithpurpose.com. Stand out, be heard, influence. Want to influence real change with your own podcast? Access our free podcast training, including no-cost and low-cost tools and podcast production workflow checklist to get you started at www.podcastingwithpurpose.com forward slash mini training. That's podcastingwithpurpose.com forward slash mini training. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.